Peace is the result of retraining your mind to process life as it is, rather than as you think it should be. A quote by Wayne Dyer. And I wanted to share that quote to kick off today's episode because today is going to be inspired by a class that I did. And as I've shared prior, and if you've been following along my journey, I have become a goddess yoga instructor. It is the container that I hold each week in my community. I plan to share this online as well. But what is so powerful is after a couple of years of being super disconnected and people not being able to gather, it's been one of the most healing and transformative spaces I have ever been a part of. And what has been medicine for my soul is to be a space holder for space holders. And I have found that the women that make their way into what we call the goddess circle are truly leaders. And I'm not talking about leadership in ranks and titles and in that aspect, but women who are like really trailblazing and first-generation trauma healers and women out in the community doing incredible, incredible work, whether it's on the land or whether it's in the boardroom, whether it's in the classroom. There are so many powerful individuals that end up making their way into this space. And when you are someone who is leading, it's so easy to put everyone first, right? And you you know, by just design, sometimes in leadership, seem to be so selfless that you end up putting yourself last. And it's a reoccurring theme. Well, a reoccurring theme coupled with me really working hard on honing in on my empathetic skills because empathy truly is a skill. And I shamed it for so long, which is important that I, something that I really want to share about using our emotions and our sensitivity, which we used to shame for so long, and understanding that it is truly one of our most powerful leadership tools, I have been able to kind of feel the theme, the theme for the week prior to even stepping into this circle. And last, well, yesterday, you know, my husband and I, and this is just sharing what kind of what's going on in our lives personally, We were going through, you know, moving some things around for our finances and we were doing upgrades in our home and we were wanting to do some things with our business and we were working really hard with this company and we were on their timeline and everything they were asking us to do, we were rushing to get it in on time and and it really did put a stop on what I had personally wanted to accomplish because I was so focused on what we were doing with this company. And when we got a denial yesterday, just because of the dates, um, we were told that, oh, you know, you are outside of a timeline. I was so upset. I don't think I got this mad in so long. And I just gave it to these people on the phone and I was so mad I was like what are you saying we bent over backwards like we did everything you said you promised us and you didn't follow through and I just couldn't understand and it wasn't even just about the income it was 
that we were, you know, hoping to work towards and whatnot, what happened was I was just upset that these people had promised us and didn't follow through. And it was just shocking to me that they couldn't understand that when you say this and we follow through, then what's the disconnect, you know? And so back and forth we went. Finally, I just kind of, okay, well, there's nothing to do. And the whole day I was just upset. I was so, so, so mad. And on my way to, you know, teach my class, I felt super defeated and very sad. And, and I was sitting in traffic and what came to me and one of the, the ripple effects of, you know, mindfulness was I realized exactly where that came from. And three-year-old self showed herself. And my three-year-old self, basically that same frequency of abandonment and mistrust and being promised things. And if I do this, then this will happen. It showed up. And I, re- and I realized like, oh, you got some old residue. Like there's still things that you need to take care of. You know, thinking, talking to myself in the car on my way to teach. And what came up for me was the same frequency of having high hopes and dreams and expectations of, oh, my, you know, my father separated from my my mother, when I was, a, I was a little baby, and I remember as a toddler waiting for him all day. I remember sitting by the door, and I would put on my best dress, and this would happen often, and I was so young. And I remember getting dressed up, and I remember having all these ideas, ideals of we're going to have so much fun, and we're going to you know, play and we're going to, you know, enjoy and, and, you know, same thing. And then I would fall asleep at the front door and it was so painful, you know, and it was so hard for me. And I was just like, he promised he was going to come and he didn't. And I just remember saying, why? Like you said, and then that same wound, I connected the two. So often things happen in our lives and we're looking for you know, people to blame and you and, it's, and we think it's the thing happening right in front of us when in actuality it's just in the same frequency and, and it brings up old wounds that have not been completely cleared out of our system is where we get really triggered and man I was triggered yesterday and probably the people on, you know, from this company were just they couldn't understand and I couldn't understand, but I just didn't understand where that was actually coming from. So when I was able to pinpoint it, I realized I was carrying this really awful feeling in my stomach. Like I felt sick. I felt twisted in my, in my belly and I just couldn't wait to get on my mat and release all of that. And so although, you know, we have a very sacred share circle and I don't share I would never, ever, you know, mistrust this circle. What I will share is the things that we talk about, they always seem to have themes, which really points me in the direction of life is really always being lived through us. We never experience things just for ourselves. It is always meant for the collective, And I could just stop, right? Like I could just literally cut myself off from my gifts, from my community and just 
wallow in my own self, anger, pity, you know, that kind of thing. But when you're in a space of service, which most of us are, but if we accept these gifts, I was able to realize that in that moment, as we began our shares, that was the theme. And so today I want to talk about the fatherhood wound, because that was basically when we pinpointed a lot and when one is able to be witnessed and one woman was able to share, it gives permission to other women to honestly take inventory of their lives and honestly look deeper within of not just, oh, I had a stressful day, oh, my kids, you know, oh, my partner, oh, my family member, you know, we we always just go right again, like how I was saying with this company, I was thinking very surface. But when we really pinpointing, a lot of it has to do with what is still lingering with us from childhood. Even if we're being quote unquote hurt in our adulthood, what we've assigned meaning to happened way before. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the fatherhood wound. Because when we talk about just life, but also as entrepreneurs, one of the biggest ways that holds us back is procrastination and perfectionism. And I, in working with so many individuals, have seen the perfectionism be one of the biggest crutches for moving forward. And where that actually comes from is a fatherhood and some motherhood wounds of never feeling like you're good enough. Boundaries also can be really hard. And lack of boundaries in business, in life, ultimately leads to resentment. It leads to burnout. It leads to mistrust, you know, of of people around you who you're always constantly thinking, well, I'm going to love them, but they're going to hurt me because we didn't have boundaries in the first place. Because when we have these fatherhood wounds, our boundaries are constantly being overridden. And the shares that came up, I just realized it's such a universal thing that we don't talk about enough. I hear a lot of inner child work and you know we we talk a lot about healing which I didn't particularly like um, something I saw online and I just thought it was really odd about you know healing is the new high and I just thought that was so interesting because it's not a trend it is far beyond that and I'm grateful that we are talking about healing because when we're talking about healing, we're talking about closing patterns. We're talking about closing the loop. We're talking about moving forward. We're talking about radical acceptance. We're talking about no longer bypassing the work that has never truly been out in the open and done. And when we are able again to be witnessed in that, then we have the strength and the courage and the support to do what needs to be done and to remember our wholeness and so 
I do see that, you know, there are a lot more healing talk and I for sure have also, you know, decided to really dive in deeper into my own work. But I will never, you know, discount and downplay and try to make it trendy, (laughs) you know, and, and that to me takes away a lot of the safety. So I just had to share that. It just popped in my mind. But, you know, if you have been, you feel like you can't trust your body. And a lot of times when people are into self-development and they're like, I got to work on my mindset, my mindset, my mindset. And I and I was here, right? If you were the be- from the beginning of Beyond the Reef, I was like, your mindset. <laughs> but really, like a lot of the answers and the emotions come from tapping back into your body it comes from like that deep embodiment work and one of the the ways in which you can wake up the suppression and and tap back into the inner knowing is literally right at the lower back that you know you can start tapping and I had the women in our circle last night really tap tap into that but what's so cool that is it starts to vibrate into your heart space and the energy starts to shift as you're starting to awaken into that. So it's a practice that you can try as well. You know, feeling the need to prove your worth. This was mine for sure. This is part of my fatherhood wound was I didn't feel seen. I didn't feel supported. I didn't for so many years of my life. And obviously still, you know, it shows up when, in time to you know, when I, when I feel triggered, not able to just be self-validated, right? There are times where I feel like I gotta, you know, prove it, prove it, prove it. And that is a definite sign of a fatherhood wound. Um, one of the things that happen, and this is truly really heartbreaking with a lot of women is we attract partners, you know, I'm just talking the collective, whether past or present, attracted to emotionally unavailable partners and I was speaking with a really close friend and you know there are times and I'm sure when you have your your friends and your bestie and you're like why don't you just leave like why do you put up with that you know what is going on and you get so frustrated and you're like I don't get it and then you realize compassion of that's her fatherhood wound that is showing up to stay in a, in a place where, like I was sharing with a, a friend of mine, you love him because you are learning to truly love yourself. But he can't see you because he doesn't even see himself. You know, men have so much of their wounds, but they a, a lot of times it's the women that are leading the charge in the healing work, willing to be more vulnerable, willing to be more seen, willing to dive into this work. So, you know, we are the influence. We're the influence to do this work to hopefully help our partners, but it's never our job to save. It is never our job to fix. As much as we think that's possible, Everyone has their own work to do. And so in business, in life, when we are rejected, and, and this came for in a form for me for when I was talking with this company yesterday, the idea of being rejected also feels like abandonment. And so if you are constantly feeling abandoned, if you are belittled, if you are left, if you 
had an absent parent, this definitely shows up in your fear of being rejected and your fear of taking a leap, your fear of doing the scary thing because it will bring up these old wounds of feeling unloved and unsupported. And so I didn't want this to be so heavy, but it's so important to have this awareness so that you can begin to recognize these patterns that might play out where they come from and inviting yourself to close these gaps to close these loops you know we all have no matter what we say no matter what uh, how many times i said i don't need it i don't need it there is always going to be this deep longing for parent connection and love right it's just the idea that whatever was lacking as a child it's, it's now going to continue to lack as an adult and it manifests in different ways. So we get to be our own parents. I don't know if healing comes in, you know, in a different relationships and, and some parents might have the emotional capacity. Some of them might just dismiss the whole idea. Some of them don't have that humility or that capacity to see what they do. Because what was modeled to them, right? Everybody's just kind of doing their own self. It's, it's just such a wide variety. And I never want to pretend to like have the answers. I'm just sharing my own journey and what I've been noticing and working with others. The work that we can do. And if you want to hit pause and come back to this when you can with a journal. Is just practice mindfulness. We think stillness is just sitting. We think stillness is just, okay, I got my 15 minutes of quiet. Now I can just keep going. But mindfulness happens at all times in our life. You know, mindfulness when we're surfing, mindfulness when we're cooking, mindfulness when we're driving in the car. There's different parts where sometimes sitting and stillness can be the most painful thing we do, which is why we keep filling our schedule and we keep filling our day and we keep filling our our mind and we're like noisy, noisy, noisy because sitting can actually be the most painful thing, but it is in the pain, is learning to befriend the pain where we get to peel back layers. And I'm so proud to facilitate work like this without having to do much except for holding the space for stillness. And so I want to give this practice to you. I want to end this episode with a journal prompt and multiple lines that you can write. And so if you have your pen and your book ready, I invite you to do this with me. I wish, what is it? I miss, what is it? I really enjoyed it when you, thinking of the father, parent it was painful for me when you I am angry that I forgive you for and probably the hardest one thank you for one of the biggest things that I had to realize in my healing journey was that it's not my job to fix anything And when we talk about closing the gap, we're not fixing anything. We're just being aware. We're just starting to close the loop with so much love. And the person that I am today and the person that, you know, made me also, had I not had, 
you know, these father wounds and had I not had these mother wounds and all the things that I'm working for, I, I definitely would not be the person that I am today. And I don't say this as a blanket, you know, but it is important when we talk about the thank you, that's the hardest thing. You're like, why would I want to be thankful for that? But there are hidden gems in gratitude. And as hard as you have to dig, even if you just find one thing, that might be the most transformative part of all of these journal prompts is the thank you for. Because you're, when you thank that, you close it, you take off the charge, you take off the edge, and you are able to tap into your personal power. And that personal power comes from deep love. That personal power comes from deep acceptance that there's nothing to fix and I repeat that over and over because you're not broken and if this wound shows up and you're unable to move forward as so many and you're constantly looking to prove and you're constantly trying to find your way you don't put yourself out there because you're a fear of rejection or being, being abandoned or and all the things that we talked about earlier, I just invite you to start simple. Start simple with these short journal prompts. Start simple with speaking them out loud. Invite your partner to listen. Invite your partner to witness you and your truth. Or find a circle of women. You know, if you're on Maui, I invite you into my goddess circle. I post um, on my Instagram. I will be doing an island tour and trying to really take this medicine out, but you can even start your own. There's such power. People are truly, truly craving community right now. And if you are also creating community, I decided to also offer a summer success, success summer camp in my Facebook group. And we kick off on Friday. I'm going to be helping, holding space for those of you that are wanting to really love your business more that you're going to have more fun you're going to have more ease it's going to have so much more alignment and you're going to be able to keep this momentum so all the things that we talked about they'll all show up in business in some capacity so you are invited to do this work and you are also invited to experience community and experience support you do not have to do things on your own and that's a recurring theme of people that are dealing with, you know, opening up and trying to close fatherhood wounds is it feels quite lonely to do this work. And so in our Driven Island Wahine Facebook group, you will receive support. We do talk about all things online business and holistic healing. I cannot separate the two. They have both been so transformative and supportive of one another. Business giving the space, the capacity, the funds to assist healing work and healing work to really move business forward and into deeper alignment that supports my soul goals. So I invite you in. It's going to be fun. It's going to be transformative and it is free. Okay, it's free. I know we got lots of summer activities happening and oh man, we just totally stoked our kids out on the new body boards and all the things. So I appreciate you says for taking a listen. And if this did serve you in some way, I love when you share. I love when you message me. I love to continue this conversation out in the DMs. But all my love, and I'll see you on the next episode.